Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of a new show to the GandaFan podcast, Heat Check. For those who may not have seen the announcement on social this week, Heat Check is a new show in which I would like to discuss some grander topics in pop culture as a whole. You know, I'm very much into sports. I'm very much into basketball and football and into some of the nerdier things in pop culture like Marvel and superhero movies and and Star Wars and, and things of that nature. I wanted to create a show in which I could really go into some different topics, go into some broader topics, have rotating guests on, get into some debate. I, w- I really want people to come in here with their hot takes on different things in entertainment and and come here and discuss it with me. And I, this is going to be a goofy and weird show at the end of the day. And I am super, super excited for it. And there's no one better that I could think of to start off this show who hasn't been on the podcast before than my brother-in-law, Zach Goolsby. He is coming to join me today. And for today's episode, you know, this weekend, the Cruella movie came out in theaters and on Disney+. Plus highlighting the villain from 101 Dalmatians. And so with with this new era of uh the you know movies rolling into streaming and theaters at the same time, we get a fun villain movie and because of that, I wanted today's topic, the first ever episode for the show to be about villains. So, I'm having Zach join me. We're going to discuss, you know, what makes a good villain. What, what other villains out there would we like to see have their own movie made? And then also, the you know, the, the cream of the crop, the main substance, the meat of this episode. We are going to be drafting our favorite villains across entertainment and pop culture onto two teams. And it's going to be up to you, audience, to decide who drafted the better team of villains. And so without further ado, Zach Goolsby is going to join me on the podcast and we are going to draft our greatest lineups of villains across entertainment and pop culture ever. All right. I've got my good friend, my brother-in-law, and my just straight-up brother joining me now. On the podcast, it's Mr. Zach Goolsby. How are we doing, my guy? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And finally to be on the show. I've uh, been prepping for this for about uh, a couple of hours now, so I'm pumped. Zach's been in the weeds. He's got about 10 Google tabs up right now, all filled, all filled with different true. villains from pop culture. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited. This is, like I said, this is the first episode of the new show I'm doing, Heat Check, where where a lot of hot takes are welcome. Um, and, and, you know, we're hoping to, we're hoping to do that today. Zach, just off the top of your head, do you have any, any hot takes that have been on your mind as of late? It could be about villains. It could not be. Yeah, this is not about villains. So I didn't know that all cows were female. Um, but then if you, I know they're bulls and stuff, I get it. But then if you take a look at back in the barnyard, the main character is a male cow. Right. So we've been taught that cows can be male and female, but there's all but cows are only female. So our whole childhood is a lie, essentially. Yes. 
Yes. I don't I don't like this. Honestly, when you yeah. first said that, it took me for a loop. I was like, wait, they are. And then I remember about the bull thing. But that's so true. How many honestly Hollywood and entertainment industry, how hmm. many lies have you been feeding us? How many cows have you told us are men that are not men? Man, that should be the real villain of this episode, honestly. Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood is the villain. I'm dead. Yeah, so that's our that's our topic for today. We're cows going to be, or villains. <laughs> we're going to be talking okay, about cows, you know, gotcha. Chick-fil-A. Oh, cows, yeah, classic chicken. Uh, yeah, you know, all those good old barnyard animals. But anyway, you know, villains are our topic today. We're going to be doing a little draft later on. Uh, honestly, I'm I'm hype. I got my draft board ready. We're, we're going to get into that in a second. But I wanted to take a second to ask my uh, my fellow colleague, mm-hmm. what makes a good villain? You know, Zach, I know you're I know you're a big movie guy. I and even you're an even bigger theater guy. There's there's villains yeah. all over both of those industries. So so tell me what makes a good villain. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, I love, I think villains have the best roles in either comics, musical theater, uh, uh, TV shows. Villains are some, are someone you either want to root for or just want to be destroyed. What makes a good villain, in my opinion, is mo- some of the best villains don't see themselves as villains, if that makes sense. Like the, they see themselves as the hero, which makes them one in a weird way, like, if you see yourself as a villain, that might just be like one-sided of a villain, but being seen as a, a hero, like certain villains that we'll probably get to later, you can see the arc that they have. Also, they need a good backstory. Mm. Like they need a good backstory to be a good villain. And then probably the most important part, in my opinion, I don't care because I don't care about the destination that they go to, like their ultimate ultimate end of end goal because usually in movies or whatever the hero always wins but it's about the destruction of the path that leads to the destination that they want so i'm more i'm more about the villains who what how have they gone here so far and not about what they want to achieve but how they have achieved what they want that makes sense oh zach that's a good answer my guy Thank you. You know, that felt that felt deep, that felt accurate. And I have to agree that I want I want a villain in my movie that believes wholeheartedly that what they're doing is the right thing Mm -hmm. to do, because sometimes you will watch these, especially in like, you know, the the superhero genre and and things like that, where there's always a villain in every movie. They get Mm -hmm. they can get kind of watered down and just be these these bad guys that want to destroy the universe and that can get kind of, you know, overdone, mm-hmm. but you got to have someone that, that really believes what they're doing is right. I, you know, as we, as we talk about this, do you, is there a villain that comes to your mind that this is like displayed perfectly? Or do you have like, who, who would you say according to those guidelines is the best villain out there? See, that's very hard because... Or do you, or you could give me a couple. Gotcha. Well, these are probably villains that we're going to probably pick later because they're so just like memorable, right? The first one that comes to mind is Joker, obviously. I think his background is like perfect for him. And the way that Joker has been adapted in so many like movies and TV shows, 
There's just so many ways you can go with them, but that key factor is always there. And then also, also probably not gonna be mentioned, but Megamind, don't know if you've seen it. Megamind is a perfect example because they, Megamind doesn't see himself as, because uh, he's different from like what I've been talking about. He sees himself as a villain. Like he wants to be a villain, but like he doesn't see himself as the hero. He sees himself as evil, but what he what he's doing thinks it's right for him. Uh, because unlike other ones, he succeeds in his mission. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, I'm so sorry. I actually it's- haven't. So I mean, and that's okay. I don't I, I'll go back and enjoy it someday. Yes. Megamind. Yes. I, I was not expected to hear that name today. Uh, but no, he succeeds by defeating his arch enemy arch enemy. But then we see the factor of him like just we see the real villain of him once the thing is gone because he has nothing else to do and wants a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I now now you got me wanting to go watch Megamind. You know, also just I some else I feel like villains they gotta have there has to be something that sticks out about them yes. and their appearance, yes. some iconic. You know what I mean? And Megamind's yes. Megamind's like iconic look. You know yeah. what I mean? Big and brain, he's blue. So that's good too. That's that's great. We love a blue villain. We love a blue villain. Love Avatar. Like, <laughs> love Papa Smurf. You know? Oh, I mean, I, oh, should have put him on the list, man. Terrible <laughs> guy. Hate his hat. No, I, my, honestly, probably my favorite villains. As you know, as the listeners know, and as you know, yeah. I'm a big Marvel guy. So, you know, I, I, I'm a no. big Marvel guy. No, no. Oh, I hate you. I hate you. Stop it. <laughs> no, you <laughs> don't, don't. Don't embarrass me on my podcast. <laughs> um, so we've got, in my mind, the two, the cream of the crop for Marvel villains is Thanos. Mm-hmm. Of course. I knew you were going to say him. Because Thanos really believes I, what he's doing is right. I, I agree. I agree. I think he's one of the top villains. He's got an iconic outfit when you got the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And he's probably one of the most memeable characters <laughs> out there. How many iconic Thanos <laughs> memes have you seen? Right? Like I've I've seen a couple. I've definitely seen a couple. I, I maybe it's just because of my social media feed looks different <laughs> than others, but I see a lot of Thanos memes. Um and then you know, you got you got Eric Killmonger, Black Panther, another great oh, villain. Yes. That is a guy who I was thinking about too. He, I love his arc. Definitely a good villain. He, you truly like. You hear his story and you and you're like, I don't know. I mean, man, man's kind of right. Just mm-hmm. it's just the approach, like you were saying earlier. You want to yeah. see how they're going across about mm-hmm. their mission. Usually, that's where the villain, you know, mm-hmm. the sympathy for the villain falls apart. So, um, yeah, you talked about you know different villains getting different adaptations before mm-hmm. another reason why and i'm and i mentioned this in the intro but like another reason why i want to do this episode today is because we've got the cruella Deville movie yeah. out in theaters this yeah. weekend i that, just saw it oh did you really yeah i just saw it yesterday all right give me a spoiler free review off the top okay. of your head so this woman who is like born with like zebra hair uh she uh, ha- is like two-faced in a way where she is part of her who is this, wants to be this nice girl and uh, wants to prove her mom that she can be a nice person. But then she has this like persona that she wants to be a bad person and villain. And as 
this is not a spoiler. She wants to be like a, a fashion designer and then she gets some uh, in with some bad friends and ultimately works at something that loves, but then a couple of bad incidents happen. And uh, well, we see Karula, Karula, Karula. Not, <laughs> Sorry, you got it. Yes, Just keep Karula. going. Just keep going. <laughs> uh, like Karula, Karula de Grilla. No, uh, Karula Deville like in its true form. I don't want to give anyone like two away because it is a little different from like the animated film or like the wherever it originally originated from because it had to keep it like PG and Cruella is not like the best PG villain because there's some like PG-13 uh, acts that she performs. But uh, I thought it was a really good movie and I would, I have, that can be a whole nother video, but it yeah. was, it was okay. It was definitely okay. Okay. What was the, wait, what was the movie rated? So it was, I believe it was, it, uh, cause I, I didn't check, but I, re, I forgot what the rating was, but I know the previews before were like PG and PG 13. Okay. Okay. And there weren't really like curse words or anything. So I think it was like more like PG. We're gonna do some. We're gonna do some Google fact checking real quick. I think quick. it might be PG thirteen because there was some beverages for twenty. It's PG thirteen. Well, you're twenty one now. Luckily, you know what that uh, is. Yeah, I forgot. I just I didn't know. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it was. I I thought it could have been better, like because it took some time, uh, for Corella to actually be out rather than she's there the whole time. If that makes sense yeah but okay that's interesting that's interesting so kind of like an origin story is, yeah, is it was definitely i feel like it it needs a sequel to be like a good to have cruella in her true form it needs okay. a sequel, in my opinion well i'd be down I, I haven't seen the movie yet but i mm -hmm. like that disney is doing like a little uh a villain movie they mm -hmm. like they're focusing they've been doing all these live action remakes Mm -hmm. uh i like that they did this one different and that they're focusing on the yeah. villain instead of you know the, i agree just redoing a movie in general so um, yeah, it gives us something doing, new. they're doing a lot of remakes but i'm glad that they're actually doing like villains now because sometimes villains are the, the best character in the movie like how maleficent got its own movie right yeah really good. that's an excellent point um so with that you know with us talking about these different uh villains in in previous movies getting their own singular movies zach do you have any villains that come to mind mm -hmm. when you think about oh this is a villain that i could see having its own movie in the future something that a villain i want to see have a live action movie one day i mean of course we got a couple movies we got the joker movie we did so good it was really good um Another one that comes to mind, this is really funny, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if you know the show, Total Drama Island. I don't, but continue. Okay. Well, there is this character, the, it's like Survivor, but a cartoon. And it's called uh, Chet McLean is the host. He's a mean person. I think he'd be really good. But my real answer um, would have to be... I would love, I honestly would love to see like a Thanos movie and how, how he got to where he was. Interesting. And because like a prequel to Infinity War, War, essentially. Yes. 
Okay. And also, I know I, I'm not. I know you're the Marvel person. I know that he's actually um because they're coming out with a new movie with like the superheroes and stuff i forget what it's called the Eternals. Uh, the internals because he is actually one of the uh i can't forget what uh one of the one of the big like giants because he was the like, celestials he is one he was one of them i think yep yep and i think i would like to see like a little bit of that because he also has a brother that i would like to see in a movie and like his children that we got to see a little bit, but we didn't see like their full potential in like Affinity War and uh, Endgame. Spoiler, uh, it's cool, but yeah, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't think the Endgame. We did this on another podcast recently where someone said spoiler alert for Endgame, and I was like, I, honestly, I don't think we have to spoiler alert Endgame anymore. I think everybody knows, unless you're in a coma. Oh, I don't man. think, I don't think there's many people who don't know how that movie ended. Yeah, Spider-Man dies, comes back, and then he says, I am Iron Man, and we're good. <laughs> it's exactly how it happened. Exactly. Yeah. I saw it. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Thanos is a good one. Uh, I, I've i always been of the opinion that Infinity War, Thanos was the hero of that movie. So it would be cool to see an origin mm-hmm. story of Thanos before that. Um, hero. That's I like that. He is. I mean, that's how that yeah. movie ends. He wins that, that movie. True. You know what I mean? Like that is true he actually wins uh a battle so that's right yeah he gets that he gets that dub uh future thanos not so much um <laughs> my my pick for a villain that i want to see have their own movie you know we've had a lot of you know disney's been good at making yeah. the cartoon to live action transition mm-hmm. um and so i'm te- i'm going to pull from the disney catalog Gosh. And it's not it's not the traditional Disney catalog. I'm I'm picking from a Disney Channel series. Um, I know. I know. Oh, no. I think I know what you're going to do. I think I honestly think we need a live action Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Movie. Oh, my gosh. I have never been more proud of someone else's answer before. That is like the I think that's the most right answer I've ever heard in my life. I would die for that show or movie. That would be so funny, actually. Dr. Doofenshmirtz arguably has one of the most tragic backstories. Yes. And like yes. all of cartoon history. Get like, me a gnome. I'm <laughs> exactly. Yes, I totally agree. Gosh, my answer is that. Yeah, I agree. So I, I mean, Zach, I gave this one a lot of thought. I, I just think. To be honest, I haven't given it enough thought to think of like who we cast as Dr. Doofenshmirtz. But mm-hmm. I but I do know that if we singled, you know, because in in Phineas and Ferb, we get yeah. we get a lot of we get a lot of Perry the Platypus side mm-hmm. of things. We get to see him change in and out of costume and yeah. and play Phineas and Ferb dumb um, like they don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see. Let's see the other side of it. Let's see Doctor. <laughs> Smo- let's see Doctor D in Dr. the lab. Doctor Smooch. Let's see Doctor Smooch. I did not say. I might have said it, but okay. you know, we're gonna okay. we're gonna pretend like I didn't. Okay, you um, didn't. It's fine. We're gonna give Doctor D his time in the lab. He's mixing up the chemicals. He's making okay. the different innators, and uh-huh. I want to see what turned him into Doctor Dubishmurts. I want it because. Because we also yeah. have the backstory with um, what was his previous nemesis? Wasn't it uh, it was like Beaver, or yes, I, I think it was. I think it might. It was. It was either a duck or a beaver. I know it was part of Perry. Yes, I can't remember. And so, and so I want to see 
where it all went wrong for Dr. Doomsmurts. And then we get to see that villain turn and him just go full out bad guy mode. Uh, mm-hmm. But him start the movie out as as someone you're rooting for, yes. and then we get to see that he'll turn. So that's my pick. Well, who would you I like? Who would you pick for like the beaver, or like who would you pick for like the animal? Like, because we can easily get someone to play Doctor Doofenshmirtz, like Ryan Reynolds, or someone who has like that weird sense of humor, in a sense. Ryan Reynolds as Doctor Doofenshmirtz. I think that would be very funny. I think I thought that would be very funny. He might be too cool for him. But I think he could do it. No, I think he could he could get into that dorky nerdy zone. And mm-hmm. I, I believe in Ryan Reynolds. I you know what? I'm going to I'm going to solidify. I will double down on Ryan Reynolds as Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Oh, wow. You, you heard it here. You heard it here <laughs> first, folks. Disney, Jeez. if you're listening. Yes. I just want to tell you my Venmo. Yes. Is Josh we Kim. need a reboot. And I don't know what him. my Venmo is. I agree. That was a good answer. Like, like thinking about it, I think that would be a great like series or even movie. Yeah. Anyways, that's yeah. uh, that's my pick. Um, you know, if you've got if you've got your own picks out there, listeners, feel free to send them in to my Instagram. You know, send me send me a DM. I I'd, I'd be interested to hear what other villain stories that we could get out there in the world. Yeah, send him. <laughs> thanks zach yeah i got you support. so so i believe we've come to the point in the show in which we can get into the main event Ooh, we had an appetizer time for the big meal <laughs> yum 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 all right so as i said we're getting into the main event we are here to do the greatest of all times the goat villains draft Woo-woo! We are here. The the two draftees, the two contestants are here. We're locked and loaded. Zach's been doing hours of research. He can barely keep his eyes open. Uh, I don't sleep. So let's <laughs> get this over with so I can take a nice nap. He never lied. He never lied about anything right there. Um, I, I thought it would be important to go over the rules of this draft for the listeners before we get in. So I, I texted Zach earlier this week with kind of the rubric for for our villains draft, and it goes as follows. Um, there are six categories in which we have to choose from. We have two slots for for each category. So actually, I, I was wrong earlier, Zach. There will be 12. We'll each have a team of 12 villains. Interesting. By the Interesting. time this is all said and done, the categories are villains from superhero movies, um, villains from reality TV shows, villains from action and adventure movies, action or, um, villains from any cartoon or animated movie or show, villains from any comedy movie or show. And then the last category is the wild card category. And these <laughs> villains can be from literally anything. It can be a real person if you want to choose one. Yeah, who um, chooses real people, honestly? I don't know. <laughs> I definitely know it's not Zach. Um, yeah. Hate people. <laughs> um, so those are our villains categories. The way this draft is going to work is that we're not going to go category by category or anything like that. We will be drafting however we want. This is where the strategy comes in. If Zach thinks I'm going to pick a superhero villain that he wants to pick. He's got to go pick that villain before I do. And maybe, maybe sacrifice one of the other categories. Um, 
Zach, do you know who your number one pick is? You don't have to share it right now, but do you feel like you're confident you know who you're picking first? Oh, I know who my number one pick is for sure. Okay, okay, good, good. Do you know um, who yours is? Honestly, no. We're we're just gonna we're just gonna okay. ride it out. Um do you should we announce like what category we're choosing? Yes, no? yes, okay. we will announce what category yeah. that the that the villain's going in. Okay, so I've given you the categories. The other thing I want to say is that this is a snake draft. That means whoever drafts first. So if Zach drafts first, the next person drafts twice in a row. So I would then draft two times in a row before going to Zach. Then he'll draft two times in a row. Um, to determine the order of this draft, the only way to do it is to ask Siri to flip a coin. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, so Zach, I'm going to ask you heads or tails? Tails, easily. We won. Hey, Siri, can you flip a coin? We won, people. Don't worry. It's tails. That's right. <laughs> there um, you go. Reminder. There you go. All right. So would you like to pick first? I'll give you the choice. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll, uh, oh, well, actually, I don't know because, okay, I'm just going to pick first. I'm okay. Yeah, pick first. Pick first. Okay. Here's the thing. I have to start with superhero. And we talked about this person before. It, earlier in the in this recording of this beautiful podcast go subscribe um i mean th- i feel like there's no other first option than the joker like he is probably the number one villain of all time in my opinion uh his backstory is so heart-wrenching that you just want to laugh with him when he laughs um and also he's just a great nemes- nemesis to anyone honestly also the, especially as my favorite version is Heath Slater, rest in, rest in peace. Heath Ledger, name. Heath Ledger. I'm going to stop you right there. Sorry. Uh, please still rest in peace. Heath Ledger. <laughs> we still love all the Heaths. I just think he is such a good villain. And he's just the yin to uh, Batman's yang, in my opinion. He is. Joker, uh, honestly, Joker is a very worthy number one pick in this draft in my opinion i respect the pick and that means it's my turn mm-hmm. um there's a lot of honestly there's a lot of different ways i could go here i i feel like knowing you just went superhero gives me a little bit of pause because now the superhero pool, even though it's a big pool, it's dwindled down a little bit. So I mm-hmm. think because I because I know you, Zach, mm-hmm. because um, you got me a little worried here, I'm going to go superhero category as well for my first pick. I wonder who you're going to pick. No, I don't think you do know who I'm going to pick. Oh, you might. Okay. You might. But I, I just have to be careful because I think he could be on your list, too. And mm-hmm. my first pick is going to be Loki. So he was an honorable mention for me. That okay. Was, that's awesome. Okay. That's good. That's all a right. Good that's okay. A good I feel better now. I feel better that it could have gotten to Loki for you. Yeah. So I, I'm going Loki. I feel like one thing I'm establishing that my team is going to, everybody has a role on my team. <laughs> and um, I, Loki, you know, he's the God of mischief, God sure. of deception, you know, like he can transform into anything that he wants, you know, we've seen him in the movies become mm-hmm. Captain America, become some of the different Avengers mm-hmm. by shape shifting and whatnot. And I'm a little worried. Sometimes his own agenda gets in the way, but he has mm-hmm. proven that he can work with a team yes, as he did right. in Thor Ragnarok. So I'm picking Loki 
The okay. God of Mischief was my first pick. It's a good pick. Good first Thank pick. You. Thank you. Um, I'm going to move away from the superhero genre now. Okay, it was low-key good. Yes. Okay, I'm done with you. <laughs> All right, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. That, and that concludes today's episode. All right. All right. One. <laughs> we, <laughs> it's just Loki versus the Joker. Um, I'm going to move into the comedy category now mm, because this one, this is one that was tough. And yeah. I'm also worried that you could have some, some similar names on mm-hmm. this list for me as well. Uh, with my second pick, I'm going to be selecting Regina George. Oh, thank God. I'm so, okay, good. That's a good one. That honestly, that was one of my picks, but that's okay. That's okay. So Regina George, I slide into the comedy category for me. Um, She's joining the team with Loki. I mean, look, you talk about a come up. You talk (laughs) about, you talk about nothing to something. Yeah. That's Regina George. And I know as we saw in Mean Girls, she can rally the troops. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like she can quickly kind of bring a group of people together yeah. for one cause. And so I'm I'm low-key looking at get it, Loki. I'm low-key looking at Regina so George. Funny. I know that's what we do around let's here. Let's just let's just keep that joke going. Yeah, the whole round. Yeah. I'm looking at Regina George as a potential leader of my of my team. So interesting. Good those are those are my first two picks. Mm-hmm. That's a good pick. Good pick. So is it my turn now? It is your turn, sir. Okay. Here's the thing. I like your strategy of like everyone has a key. Everyone has a key on a key aspect of mine. But also I look for I'm not a big fan of like the suit. I want someone who is human. I do have some villains who are animals. That's fine. But I'm looking who we can all relate to. I'm looking for people that we can all relate to. And this person comes from the action adventure movie category. But here's the thing, it could be, and I call it, he could be in a comedy one. And now I have one little, he's a little different from my other ones because he sees himself as evil, as evil. He even has a little doppelganger as his friend. Yes, I'm talking about Dr. Evil from Austin (laughs) Powers. Now, when I say evil genius, he's probably the first one that comes to your mind. He is going to be one of the key ringleaders of this. Now, is he the smartest? Sometimes no. Is he, but he's determined. He's determined to get the job done. And we don't think he's evil, but he can just, he kills people in his like office chairs whenever he wants to. And also, he has so many followers. You know how big that is. So many henchmen that love him. He even has a number two. Oh, yeah. a number two. Number two. And not only is his backstory so hard, like, so you want to just feel for the guy. And yes, he gets his numbers mixed up for once in a while. But one of, he has one of the most iconic pinky fingers in the biz. And that is something that my team needs. So Zach is my second pick. You're crushing it. That's, that's incredible. I love the pick. Dr. Evil. I mean, it's basically in the name. Yes. You've got a true villain on your side. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's your pick again. Yeah. So right now, Zach's team consists of Joker and Dr. Evil. I mean, we could just end it right. We there. can end it right there, right? <laughs> uh, all right. Now, my third pick. Uh, 
we're gonna go we're gonna step away from action and we're actually going to reality tv where all the real people are right there's this little show called survivor no i'm nervous and one he is probably the most recognizable villain not only on survivor but also um probably any reality tv show yes i'm talking about the one and only russell hands from survival survivor not only did he make it to the finals uh the finale twice but he is such a great liar. Also, he is another person who knows he's a villain. He literally lied about being in her and being like, uh, lied about being uh, struck by Hurricane Katrina. Who does that? <laughs> Dang it, what? Russell. Russell, Russell. But no, he, he not only is scrappy, he's gonna be like the wild card of my team because he can he finds community idols left and right. He can find ways to access in any way. And also he is a team player. Even though he is a, a villain, he's loyal to the people he sticks with. So not only do I have the Joker and Dr. Evil, but put with Russell Hands, probably one of the greatest players of Survivor in all reality TV. I mean, it's a no brainer. Zach, that's incredible. Thank you. I you scared me a little bit, honestly. I, going, I, yeah, going to Survivor. I'm not a Survivor savant like you are. Yeah. I've only seen a couple of seasons. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know what? For my for my third pick, I'm gonna have to go into the reality TV Ooh, category as well okay. because I know, I know what I I know your jam when it comes to reality TV is definitely Survivor. TV. I know your family is That's my second a favorite. Survivor family. So um, for my next pick, mm -hmm. I'm going to go mm -hmm. with a woman named Sandra. Oh, okay. Not the woman I was thinking from Survivor, but that is a very, she is a villain. I definitely agree. I've only seen Sandra in one season of Survivor and she's been on like three of them. And it was the yeah. one... It was the most recent one that she was on. It was the mm -hmm. game changer season of Survivor. Mm -hmm. And my goodness, she had the entire freaking tribe like on their toes. They like they mm -hmm. had they literally had to like gang up on her. Everyone mm -hmm. in the collective tribe mm -hmm. against Sandra to get her out of the game because she was so powerful. So she did get voted off, though. I'm just going to she, she got voted that. off. But like she's a two time champ, though. I was hoping that you didn't know that. Okay. She's yes, a, she she's is. a two-time champ. Yes. Like I'm picking a veteran that winner is, right here. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, yes. I am. I mean, that look, too, say what you want true. about your boy Russell, but Sandra No, don't leave Russell <laughs> out of this. Sandra wins championships. Mm, okay. And so that's that's a big reason that's so funny. Why I'm going Sandra on my okay. team. That's a good one. And honestly, for my next pick. I'm going to stick in the reality TV genre okay. because okay. I'm nervous that you're going to pick this person too. Um, this time I'm going from the bachelor universe. Oh. Um, this is someone oh, I know. Hold on. I think I know who you're going to pick because honestly, Zach, I'm picking this person because I'm worried you would pick them because you watched the most recent season of The Bachelor. If you watched the most recent season no. of The Bachelor, don't you say the main villain was Queen Victoria. Oh <laughs> my, don't even, that is probably the best pick you've made so far. <laughs> that is one, oh, that's a great pick. So great pick. I'm inviting Queen Victoria to Josh's <laughs> team and 
Listen, oh, she funny. is definitely prone to her meltdown every now and then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's going to tell you that she's a queen every second of the time. She's probably just going to annoy you to death. That is true. And she's similar to Regina George. She knows how to rally a troop of girls. Those mm-hmm. women, those women at the wherever they're standing out of Pennsylvania turned on each other because Queen Victoria was in all that their is, heads. That's very true. So Queen Victoria, welcome to my team. Good, t- good pick. I, w- I was going to choose from the bachelor area. I thought you were going to say Juan Pablo because <laughs> I really thought you were going to go there, but that's good. I didn't want him. Juan Pablo is a mess. I, I couldn't He's have him on mess. my team. That could be a whole not. Oh, don't you? Anyway. All right. So that, that was a good round for you. Not going to lie. Um, so you are talking about winners, right? How yes. you said how uh, Sandra is a winner. Let me tell you about this winner. He may have not won the big game, but he's a winner in my part, in my heart. Do these sounds ring any bell to you? Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> I'm talking about the one and only White Goodman from a comedy movie, Dodgeball. Can I just say, if the word man was looked up in the dictionary, he would be right there. I mean, there's a mural of him, right? Like holding horns with the bull. Not only is he a fierce competitor, not only does he own his own gym. Yes, maybe he he lost in the end, but he was this huge guy. And then he got to the gym and got buff. That is determination, okay? Something your team lacks is determination. He is so confident that he is willing to steal other people's girls, all right? He is willing to recruit people that you don't, that you might've wanted. He can steal ideas. He knows what he wants to do with his life. And that is be a great villain. He doesn't see himself as a villain. That's what I like about him, but also, can we talk about his luscious mustache for a minute? Or oh my gosh. Uh, can, yeah. I mean, that's like another, that should be its own pick of its own, but like, uh, he is just. <laughs> All right. Then I get to pick White Goodman's mustache <laughs> right. next round. Dang. But yeah, he's one of my villains for sure. And then this is going to be my, my second and last pick from the comedy movie. Now, these are two guys, I will say, but they act as one pair. I freaking know who you're going to pick. And they, they, you might know them by their names, but they go by the Wet Bandits. And oh, I'm I knew it! Harry and Marv from the home, from Home Alone, Home Alone 2. We don't talk about the other Home Alones, but the first two. Now, obviously, we need, we, I think, yeah, Harry is the short one, right? I think Harry's the short one. We need that guy. We need that leader who, because the other people might be a little dumb. Some of them are a little dumb. And we need that tough guy to just be the brains of the situation. You got Marv. He is such a good villain, a, a good guy as a villain, but he is willing to do anything. Also, yes, they got stopped by a little kid, but previously they were undefeated with their robberies. Am I right? I mean, there's a scene where he, where Marv just steals someone's glove. They didn't notice if that's not skill, I don't know what is. That's basically a superpower without being a super villain. So I'm so happy to be uh, them on my team because they count as one person because they can't like live without another. So I'm glad to have them on, on my team. Zach, I, I'm jealous of your picks, honestly. Really? I Yeah, I mean, these are two, technically three people 
who I was very close to picking for really? my team as well. I, okay. I don't, the wet bandits. I mean, I, I, I low-key forgot that was their name. You know, maybe, maybe we, we don't use the calling card of le- leaving the, the person's house's sink on. I think, I think that's where yeah. the wet bandits ultimately failed. But I mean, two okay. absolute. It's okay to have a wrong opinion. I totally understand where you're coming from. <laughs> it's all good. I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, that's essentially what did him in. So I mean, yes, I agree. But but White Goodman, great pick as well. Um, it's just the sound effects alone, incredible. Yes. I'm 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 proud of you for that. Um, all right. I am going to move into the cartoon category slash animation category you know we haven't we haven't gone here yet no we haven't and because i've already mentioned this villain's name once i have to protect him and that's dr doofenshmirtz okay (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's all yours i you that's a well-deserved uh villain for you for sure i need dr doofenshmirtz on my team okay he is honestly going to be the brains behind the operation is that a is that a good thing? We'll see. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see. But you know who? Honestly, I'm looking at my potential team here, and we need some brain power. We've mm. got the strategists like Sandra. You know, we've and, yeah. and, and we've got the deception and and someone like Loki. I need a scientist on my team to craft up some kind of inator for my team to use on yours. And I'm getting Doctor Doofenshmirtz in the lab to get stuff done and you know what i know you can't pick perry the platypus so i'm feeling good about my guy's chances i mean he could be a villain the way you see it so (laughs) i could have him in a way if you see dr doofensmurtz as the hero so technically it's either way it could be them so i I don't have him i don't have okay good i i'm not trying to get into that debate today (laughs) was perry the real villain all along um I'm going to go into my fantasy side. Or I'm sorry. That's what I called it. I'm sorry. My action adventure category. Um, it's from a fantasy movie. Okay. And that is the eye of Sauron from Lord of the Rings. Oh, no. <laughs> Just an eye. I want the eye of Sauron. <laughs> Just oh watching over everything. I don't want Sauron himself. I want no, the, eye the eye of Sauron. That takes that. That is the villain of all. I mean, look, the Sauron gets defeated in the you know before the Mm -hmm. movies. The timeline in the movies takes place, and then he becomes the Eye. And my man has legions of armies able to go wherever he needs them to go because he sees Mm. everything. Yeah, he sees everything. So I want my man Sauron, the Eye of Sauron, peeping in on everything your team is doing, Mm -hmm. and and to send his goons. Where you know Doctor Doofus Merchant Queen Victoria to go take care of business wherever they are needed. So I'm going. I have Sauron for my next pick. That is a good pick. That is a good pick. Uh, I'm gonna go back to superhero because I'm surprised this person has lasted this long without getting picked. And I have I have some. Strat- some strategists, some smart people like the Joker. And I got, uh, of course, Russell, got some uh, muscle, but I think I need a little bit of both. We talked about this guy, how powerful he is, because he's one of the few villains that actually won a movie. And I'm talking about the great man himself, the 
adult version of Barney, Thanos, right? <laughs> we need Thanos on my team. Not only does he have thousands, if not trillions, that's a big jump, but of followers who also have powers that can help him. Not only is he so strong, but he is so intelligent, like so intelligent. He is a strategist. He's a war veteran. He is a survivor. He can do anything he wants. And now, and how are your puny villains besides, well, Loki died because of Thanos. So I'm not even worried about Loki. That's true. So That's I'm, true. So, I'm so happy to have Thanos on my team. So superheroes out. And I'm stumped because there's, some, I feel like I need uh what all right so you have the eye right eye of whatever it's called I have zoro zoro what the- <laughs> another movie but i think i need someone to comprehend with that because another i'm going to go with another sound because this is one of the most iconic sounds in movie history donna donna Donna, Donna, Donna. I have the shark from Jaws. All right. <laughs> yeah, you laugh, but just wait. So you might think. What category shark- is this? Oh, this is action. This is action adventure okay. movie. I'll allow okay. it. Oh, I'm glad because I wouldn't allow the eye. Okay. I have the shark from Jaws, one of the most famous movies of all time, the first summer blockbuster. Now, you might think that Jaws is just a regular shark, and you might be right but it's the impact that the shark has. So if you, cause I feel like some of your people can't swim. And so when we go in the ocean, if we ever go in the ocean or just anyone in the ocean, he just goes for it because he's not the smartest, he's a shark and that's okay. But we need some jaws, no pun intended, on our time and match that with Dr. Evil who is obsessed with laser sharks. We add a laser to Jaws. Oh, it's game over. Just imagine how giant shark the shark is and have a laser with him. I, oh, sorry, it's a her. It actually is a her because uh, it, uh, it dies, but then the sequels are its children, fun fact. So it, she is gonna be on our team. Can't can't male sharks have can't male sharks have children too? So it's your uh, it's your turn. <laughs> uh, okay, audience, the audience will correct us if we're wrong, but I'm almost positive the shark from Jaws's name is Bruce, and that's why Bruce the shark in Finding Nemo was named Bruce. I thought Bruce was all I could have. Okay, then I like like I, the I, like the shark dummy they used on set. Well, yeah, it's a dummy. I'm talking about a real shark. No, no, no. The dummy is a real. No, I'm talking about the real shark. All right, just you got imagine. you got me. Uh, you got me one to pick like Megalodon next, and just who's uh, that? You know Megalodon, the big, the giant shark. You know you. We watched that movie. I'm oh yeah, sure. but no, you can't be the original shark. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I don't care how animated that is. This is the shark. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay, I am going for my next pick back to the cartoon category. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with, you know, another villain that you could say is a leader, is a strategist. I like my villains, you know, 
some of them some of them will get their hands dirty mm-hmm. but i like my villains who are able to accomplish their mission without getting their hands dirty and i know a villain that was able to do that in a little movie i like to call toy story 3 no and that's why it. i'm picking no! lots that's why i'm picking oh, lots of the bear it. he was all i was gonna pick him i was gonna pick him next dang it uh so Lotso the Bear joins my team. Crap. And my my guy Lotso the Bear gets the job done with Damn his it. henchmen and he keeps his hands clean. Why was he so hard to beat? Because he was untouchable. He has Damn goons that. everywhere. He was <laughs> running that daycare. And I want him to run. I'm realizing that I'm picking a lot of leaders and that, that could be an issue. I might have somebody... <laughs> I, I might have some budding heads at the top, but I do, I do like lots of swiftness. He might be able to, mm-hmm. to you know, kind of, kind of spread some misinformation amongst your team. Get mm-hmm. and get Bruce the shark to chomp off like Thanos's Infinity Gauntlet. Dang on. It. So I, you know, it. that that's how I'm feeling about lots of the bear. That's my next pick. I have oh, one. I'm so angry. <laughs> I'm so pissed good. right now. Dang it! I uh, I have one more before I flip it over to you. Okay. Um. And, you know, I've been talking about having a lot of a lot of like the the big boss, big brain strategist guys. I need a brute force of strength. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm going back into the superhero category Mm -hmm. to pick Bane from The Dark Knight Rises. Okay, you know, what will break for (laughs) your shirt or your body? Welcome to the McDonald's. I'm going to take your order. I was born in the darkness. Wow. That's a that's a great Smurfette impression, dude. <laughs> love, um, love her. So so Bane joins my team. Listen, Bane followed or like Bane, you thought he was the head honcho, and then you realized he really wasn't because it was Raza Ghoul's daughter. And he mm-hmm. was just like a powerful, overpowered villain that could follow rules. And that's what I need. I need some body bruisers up on my team. So I got Bane. Okay. That's a that's an okay. I've that's a that'll be a good match against some of them. Or this is not a fist on fist. That's okay. I'm also realizing I have some a lot of leaders, but I also have some ones that can follow orders like Marv. I got the uh, Bruce, I guess if that's what we want to call her. Um, or it's probably him. But anyway, the shark. But yes. I'm gonna. Dang, I'm really mad about Lotso. I was gonna, he was my next pick for sure. Dang, I, I was hoping you forgot about him. That's okay, that's okay. All right, let's see. I am actually gonna go for my first pick in cartoons. Okay. And I need, I feel like I need someone that can go under the radar, but is also an evil genius. Right. I'm going, I like my, my people who have, can be smart, but also can be a little strong, but here's the thing. This guy's really short and he's in a movie. One of the best movies of all time, in my opinion. Yes. I'm talking about the SpongeBob movie and yes, I'm talking about Plankton. <laughs> I'm talking about Plankton himself. Now you might think like Zach, he go, in every episode of SpongeBob, he like doesn't get the fortune, uh, doesn't get the secret formula. Yes, that is correct. But he has so many gadgets and so many like ideas that we can use that uh, as an advantage. Also, 
he has a wife as a computer. If that's not smart, I don't know what is. Like marrying someone who has the same brain or it gives you advice as you, that's amazing in my opinion. Also, do you know how small plankton planktons are? He can go under the radar and just make things happen. You can't see him. He's so small. Yes, him and the shark might have some issues. That's okay. Because we'll just keep plankton out of the we'll have him like a little jug, so it'll be fine. We have his brain. I'm okay with that pick. Next. Just got him chilling in a mason jar. Just in a nice mason jar. Um I okay. I'm gonna go, I think I'm gonna be the first person in the wild card area. Okay. okay. And this person is not originally on my list, but I just thought of him and how great of a villain he is right um so tell me do you sleep a lot uh josh (laughs) every day actually every day do you ever have like bad dreams and ever wish do you think someone like could just appear in your dream make that a nightmare maybe on elm street or something like that because i'm picking the one and only freddy krueger now that's he good. might not be the best villain during the day because he's non-existent, but every villain sleeps, or at least most villains sleep. Most need to sleep. Yeah, and that's where he comes into play. He goes inside. That's where, if you, once you fall asleep, you're basically donezo. We have Freddy Krueger, who's going to be a terror in your nightmares. He's going to just make you think like you're something else and terrorize you then. Also, he is so intelligent because he knows how to get with you. He knows your fears. He knows how to cope with them and be with that. And also, he's not going to be a problem with the group because while other, while most of my villains are sleeping, he's going to be doing all the work at night. So I have no problem with him. So, and also I think you, you need can, a good you, night shift worker. You need, yes. You need a good, you need someone to do the hard job of being the night guy. So we have the guy to sweep up the rest. So I'm happy to have him on my team. All right. I like those picks. I like those picks. I, I mean, the versatility here, you've got, you got plankton in the Mason jar. Right. And Freddy Krueger working the night shift. That's of um, course. I, you, you raise a good point, Zach, by going to your wild card category. Um, it's more rare that you would pick one of these people, but I'm going to go to my wild card category as well. Yeah. And for my first pick, I'm going with the one, the only Waluigi. <laughs> no, I, no, I need look good soldiers follow orders. <laughs> and I know Waluigi is going to follow orders. He's he's not running the show and he's under no false belief that he should be running the show. Mm-hmm. Waluigi comes in real long and lanky and and with the power of memes behind him. Oh god. Um I think of him a la like Jar Jar Binks a little bit, you know, like someone someone who's going to make you laugh and what better way to distract you than with a good Waluigi meme? Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's a walking meme. So I, I got Waluigi coming in as my first wild card pick. Um, my next wild card pick. I'm 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 staying in the wild card category, and another just a freakish athlete. Uh, someone 
who someone who I think could lay some real seeds of betrayal in your team. He might even, you might even say that he starts out playing for your team, but then joins mine, leaving yours devastated. And that's Kevin Durant. Um, I was going to pick him. I was going <laughs> to pick him. Oh, I did it. Oh, that was so good. That is so funny. Yes. Good pick. So Kevin Durant joins my team. Listen, again, we've got lots of, lots of big brains on my team. So I need some athletes and um, I need someone. I, I think my goal is to tell, is to tell KD to tell your team that he's working for them. Mm. And then, you know, when, when my team is, or when, when you guys lose three, one in the Western conference finals to come, to come join my team. So uh, Kevin Durant is my next pick. Garnet, that's funny. Uh, the snake himself. The snake, the snake himself. himself. That's right. So right. I believe. So Zach, I believe yep. you have three picks left. Um. Yeah, I think my you're math right. is correct. You have three. You have you have reality, cartoon, and wild card as as categories left unfilled. Yeah. Um. I have two left, so you're gonna pick twice. I'm okay. going to pick twice and then you'll have the final pick. So I'm okay. going to toss it to you. You're next. Hey, here's the thing. That was a good, uh, good pick for Waluigi and uh, Kevin Durant. Now, something that lacks in both of them is the media, the media that can get in their heads. So I'm going back to reality TV and I'm going with someone who not only can get Regina George's head, but also everyone. I'm not, I know this, I keep going back to like, this is going to be a matchup, but who this person gets in your head. And when he says, no, you're not going to Hollywood, it's, it's, it's just jaw dropping. I'm talking about Simon Cowell. Yes. Uh, now he may, he might not be the strongest, but words can hurt, man. And he is going to mentally just get in everyone's head. Like that British also, he can live forever with all that plastic surgery. So he's, I'm not worried about him dying anytime soon. He is going to get in your head mentally hurt your mind and then that's when my team just goes in he's he's the mouth of my team all these people are like face facial features make up one head of one evil person and we have the mouth right so thank you simon cow and then i'm really torn between two um for cartoons I need someone who is not afraid. It's kind of like a backstabber, just like Kevin Durant. I need someone who can match that. Can also be someone who can go in the words and pretend they're with you. And do these words ring any bell, long live the king, by any chance? I'm talking about Scar from Oh. Uh, he not only has one of the most quotable lines, it's not just animated history, but t uh, movie history. He is also fierce. He it he knows how to manipulate. He knows how to gain your head. Also, he's got that little scar to say, hey, I'm a little dangerous and that's okay. So he is not afraid to fight dirty. And that's what I look in my... I like villains who fight a little dirty and that's all good. I respect him. And so when you hear that roar or that hyena laugh, you're knowing you're, you're in trouble because we got scar and low key. That was 
a pretty good pick. Low key. Okay. All right. All right. I see you, Zach. I'm sure that's exactly how Scar sounds. I'm a little dangerous. I'm, a, I'm um, just. A little, I'm a little sensitive, a <laughs> little dangerous, but that's what makes me work. I um, I love it. Uh, Scar joining the team. Great pick, Simon Cowell. To me, that's honestly, I'm jealous that I didn't think of that. Um, but you know, I am trying to make up for you know the lack maybe maybe the lack of warrior mentality on my team mm-hmm. um and that's why my next pick is boba fett uh you talk about a guy <laughs> who has everything at his disposal you know mm-hmm. it, this is rounding out my action adventure yeah. category um i need a bounty hunter with like all the gadgets to get mm-hmm. like that a villain need a villain needs his gadgets his weaponry um and as much as I love some of these other fighters, they don't have that. So Boba Fett is bringing the the Slave One and some of his jetpack, his jetpack rocket launcher, everything mm-hmm. to the team. I need some weaponry. Um, yeah. And that brings me to my final pick. Um, you know, you pick Simon Cowell as kind of the mouth of your team, right? You know, mm-hmm. I've already got the eye of my team. Of um, I I need a mouth. I, I need a, I need I need a trash talker. Okay. I think that's something true that gets lost. A lost art of being a good villain mm-hmm. is uh is the trash talking, is the showboating, and I think someone who does that well is from the movie Talladega Nights. Gene Gerard. No way. Good freaking one, man. Gene <laughs> Gerard comes in here and he's sipping on his macchiato while driving and he's laughing in Ricky Bobby's face. And, and I just think to round out the comedy genre, you took some guys that I wanted. I'm not going to lie, but I think Gene Gerard is the last missing piece of my team mm-hmm. to, to kind of, you know, just make you feel bad about yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's my final pick. My team is complete. I'm looking at my draft board now, Zach, and I got every single person that I wanted. So I, I don't know. I don't know if we want to call me the winner right now, okay. but okay. I love the confidence. I'm feeling pretty confidence. strong about my team. So that yeah. leaves us with okay. one final pick. Yes. It is the wild card category. Yeah. Zach Goolsby, send us home. What is your final pick? Okay, so here's the thing. You are so confident. And I have the muscle. I have the brains. I have the mouth. I have the charisma, I have the confidence, and I'm on the edge of two people. And both of them are from a musical, as, <sighs> as I am. I should have here's, here's the thing, we have the mouth, we have the eyes, the muscle, but we're missing the hair. And we need maybe a barber, maybe like even the demon barber of Fleet Street. I'm talking about Sweeney Todd. <laughs> <laughs> the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Not only is he going to just sing so well, but also he's going to make you pie and slit your throat. I mean, if that's not villain, I don't know what is. Also, he is one of those anti-villains because you can feel bad for him. He lost his, he lost his person he fell in love with. He has to kill all these people, even though he doesn't want to. He does this all me things. And you are so happy when he finally uh cuts the throat of 
is the person who took his daughter away. And that is someone you can relate to. Also, his hair is fantastic. And I just think that we need the sensitive side. So I'm glad I have him on my team also. And we need a good hair cutter. So I'm glad to have him. I am... Uh... I'm looking up because I'm I'm not familiar with Sweeney Todd other than when Andy tries to perform as him in the office. Um, I, unfortunately, that's my that's my uh, gateway into knowledge of Sweeney that's, Todd. That's a good that's a good way to know him. But I'm looking um, at him now, and the hair is on point. I have to admit, yes, yeah. you did a great job of picking the hair. You too. Um, and yeah, I. That's it. That's our final pick. Zach, give me your 15-second elevator pitch as to why your team is going to beat mine okay, in, here's this, in this showdown. Here's the thing. Not only do I have the strength with Thanos and, uh, and um, the shark, and I have Freddy, not only do I have the mind power of Plankton, of Russell Hance, uh of white Goodman, and not only do I have the words of hurt from Simon Cowell, but I have all the things you need for a good villain, a good backstory, and also I literally have a person who destroys all worlds, who can eliminate half the population of Thanos, and I got, if you need a bad haircut or a good throat cut, I got Sweeney Todd. They just all around make the good face of a villain. And then if you just want a leaky house, I got Harry and Marth. <laughs> I got everyone who can uh, destroy your house, destroy your dreams, destroy your mind, destroy your uh, body. Just all good around, just good people. And I got just great people. That's, and, that's... and I got two animals, but that's okay. We need animal <laughs> power. Yeah, I guess, you know, that is where you have me beat is the uh the lack of animals on my team um i i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say that i i love your team zach honestly mm -hmm. i love it more than i thought i was going to you did a great job oh uh, um thank you but i listen i got when we're talking about villains mm -hmm. i got some ruthless people on my team you know, Sweeney Todd sounds like the sensitive type. I'm not going to lie. And and <laughs> the white, the wet bandits. I mean, yeah. come on. I yeah. th th those tough. guys, those, are, those guys. Yeah, they're tough. Are they tough? tough. Are they, tough? they come back for a sequel. That's how tough they are. I look villains got to be cold hearted. Mm -hmm. And honestly, there's no one with a colder heart than Kevin Durant. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Katie, don't listen to this podcast. Um, Katie versus everyone. I I can't think of many people with a colder heart than Lotso the Bear. I disagree. Or or Queen Victoria. I mean, like okay. I I think my team has what it takes to gel as a unit on the collective mission of being the best villains out there. Mm. Um, and I just, I really believe in my squad. So. Okay. I have one question for you. If you had to come up with like, cause there's a suicide squad. There's the, right. what, give me a, a name for your team. Oh, Oh, I like it. I like it. Okay. The Suicide Squad is a great name for, for a team. You know, I, I think you, you look at like the Marvel side of things and they've got the Thunderbolts and that's also a great name for a team. Um, 
If I had to pick a name for my team, I, you know, put you on the spot. I, 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 no, I've got an, I've got one. So you know, this is a shout out to my childhood. Um, you know, to my to my cousins out there, if you're listening, you know, we used to make some home movies, and we used to have a little name for for those movies. And that name was the Heartbreakers. Um, oh my god! And so I'm going to take the liberty of being a part, an original member of the Heartbreakers, to officially name my team of villains the Heartbreakers. Uh, I, I maybe maybe the cold, nah, nah. The Heartbreakers is is definitely definitely where it's at. So that that's my team name. Zach, do you have one? I do, and this is not from a group that I when I was like four or anything. <laughs> Uh, but this comes from the heart and I, my big theme was face. Uh, so I have, uh, I got the faceless criminals. All right. Because you don't know which one is which until they're all together. So we got the FC. So you tell me, you tell me I couldn't tell apart Thanos from Plankton. You don't know. You never know. <laughs> you never know, dude. You never know. The faceless ban- uh, criminals. So the, the FCs are short. Okay. FCs. Versus HBs. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, Zach, thank you so much for stopping by today. Of course. This was an absolute blast and joy. I hope you all enjoyed it as well. Zach, you you have to come on and do this again. We'll 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 find another topic. Do you have a do you have a specific topic you would like to talk about one day? I mean, I'm down for anything. It could be anything, I guess. Anything, I guess. Okay, so you Sorry. heard it. Next time, we are going to be talking about indoor plumbing. And I'm so down. I can for... do so much research. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Anyways, thank you all for listening. And I'm also going to put out a poll on Instagram in the coming week for you to vote on whose team of villains you thought was the best. So be on the lookout for that. I'm anxiously awaiting the people's vote. Um, and without further ado, I'm going to end the podcast. Thank you for listening and we'll be back soon. Bye.